There is no name like the name of our God because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name. Do you have a name that not everyone knows except for those who are closest to you? Uh, perhaps it is some uh, endearing term or some uh, pet name. Uh, maybe it's a name that you're not real proud of. I don't know. Uh, but the truth of the matter is there's a, there's a ring of people that are closest to you, those that you love and those who love you that know that name. Well, in Scripture, there are many names for God. We've been studying uh, his uh, first name, Genesis 1-1, Elohim, and then a number of the combination names that grow out of that. He is uh, the Most High God. He is God Almighty. He's the God of eternity. But when you come to the book of Exodus, the second book of the Bible, uh, we are introduced to God's personal name. In fact, it is so personal that it was a name He reserved for His covenant people. It was a name that He reserved to reveal to the nation of Israel, and it reveals so much about who He is. We find it in Exodus chapter number 3 when God is having a private conversation with Moses. You remember in Exodus 3 verse 11, Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And may I say to you that it is not about who we are, it's about who God is. That's what Moses was about to discover. Excuse me, Moses, it, it's not about your name, it's about God's name. In verse 13, Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, Exodus chapter 3, verse 14, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And if you look carefully in your Bible, you'll see that that Entire phrase, I am that I am, and then again, those words, I am, are in all capital letters. Now, that's, that's a clue. That's a key that you need to keep in mind when you study your Bible. Anytime you see the name of God in all uppercase letters, in all capital letters, this is Jehovah. This is Yahweh. This is the covenant name for God. And it is, if I might say it this way, the most intimate of the names that he uses to reveal his nature. Now, that's the first conversation God has with Moses in Exodus chapter number 3. If you come over just a few pages to Exodus chapter number 6, he has the same conversation, it seems, again. The Bible says in verse 1, Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. And there the word Lord is capitalized. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. Do you remember that? The Almighty God. But then he goes further. He says, but by my name Jehovah, and Jehovah is in all capital letters, was I not known to them. And I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they were strangers. 
If you come down to verse number 8, he says, And I will bring you into the land concerning the which I did swear to give it to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, and I will give it you for an heritage. I am the Lord. And again, all capital letters, Lord. Who is this? This is, this is Jehovah God. Did you know that this particular name is used over 7,000 times in the Old Testament? And it is, it is so full of meaning the ancient Jews reverenced the name so highly. They referred to it as the great unpronounceable. They literally would not speak this name with their lips. Uh, they, they held it in such uh, hallowed regard that when they, when they even read the scriptures and they came to that name, they would substitute another one of God's names for it. They would substitute uh, another name for Lord because they trembled at the thought of even speaking the name. In fact, the scribes, when they were writing out the Old Testament scriptures, uh, tradition says would pause when they came to that name. They would bathe themselves. They would put on fresh, clean clothes. They would get a new pen just to write the name of Jehovah God. Uh, it, it was really only whispered by the high priest in the Holy of Holies once a year. That was really... Now, the only time the name was actually on someone's lips. Let me tell you a glorious thought. Now that name is ours. Uh, that name is the name by which we call upon our great God. Uh, we call Him the Lord. And uh, may I say this to you, we should do so with great reverence. We should do so with great respect and a spirit of worship. But rejoice, my friend, that you know Him. He has revealed Himself as the great I Am. When I think of these words, I am, uh, only God can say I am, period. <laughs> we have to say I am and put something after it. He just says, I am that I am. What do we learn from the name I am? Well, first of all, we learn something about his eternality. Uh, listen to the words again, I am. Not I was, not I will be. No, he is the very present help in time of trouble. He is the present tense God. Aren't you glad about that? God's with you today. He says, I am. Uh, he, he, when he speaks in this way of I am, he's revealing something about his own existence. He is self-existent. He depends on nothing and no one. Nothing keeps him going. No, he is just God. He is. And so it's a word of his eternality. And not only does I am reveal something about his eternality, it also reveals something about his sufficiency. I am what? <laughs> All of the above. I am everything you need. Whatever it is you need today, I want you to know God will be enough. His grace is sufficient for you. Over the next few studies, we're going to look at several of these names of Jehovah uh, as they're used combined with other names, uh, these combination names, just like we did with Elohim. And it's going to reveal more and more about the fact that our God is all-sufficient. Whatever you need, the Lord will be enough. But there's a third great truth in this name as it is used throughout the Old Testament, especially with the nation of Israel. It tells us something not only about God's eternality and His sufficiency, but also about His veracity. In other words, God always fulfills what He foretells. He always keeps His word. The Bible says it is impossible for God to lie. Uh, look, this is the covenant name of Israel. This was the name by which He revealed Himself as the God of promise. And may I just remind you today that our God is the God of promise and that the Jehovah of the Old Testament is the Jesus of the New Testament 
And in Jesus Christ, all the promises of God are yea and in Him, amen, to the glory of God by us. Oh, study your Bible. Look carefully for Jehovah God. Look for Lord in all capital letters. Psalm 102 is a classic example. The entire psalm is addressed to Him. It's a prayer to Jehovah. And uh, it, it's beautiful because this name both lifts Him high and also brings Him near. Think of this. He is the ever-living one and He is the ever-loving one. When He revealed Himself to Moses and then to Israel as I am, uh, He was both exalting Himself uh, and revealing His glory, but He was also drawing near to man. He was making Himself available and accessible to us. And I just want to pause today and say, I'm glad I know the Lord. And I'm glad I know who Jesus is. Oh, friend, use the name with great regard today. And when you use it, rejoice that the Lord has made the name known to you. We were told in Acts 4, verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at enjoyingthejourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel.